everybody. Welcome back to like Know Your Neighbor. Um, for anybody who hasn't seen this yet, it's basically just a series that I've been doing uh, where I'm bringing on people from all different walks of life that are facing all different kinds of challenges or have faced different challenges in their life. And basically it's just gonna go over how their experience with it, how they overcame it, specifically centered around early life challenges. And similar to like becoming a man or a woman and my goal with this is to challenge people to go out and meet their next door neighbor and just realize and talk to them and just experience and realize that we are all similar in what we would like and that getting there may look different depending on the individual so today we have tatiana <laughs> hi everyone thank you for having me oh yeah of course um so obviously you've got an accent where are you from yes <laughs> i'm from cuba cuba and i've been here for like about 11 years now wow that's mm -hmm. pretty awesome and so how did you like go from cuba to here so my grandma came first and mm -hmm. she sponsored us here so the whole uh process took a really really long time oh, really? it was like about five years Whoa. Yeah, so Dang. it's not easy. Dang, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, because I heard it's like super hard to get in, into America from Cuba right now or like nearly impossible. Oh yeah, actually it's pretty funny because the way that my grandma came, uh -huh. she won the lottery kind of oh, thing. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. And so she came that way. And what are the chances of that? I know, very slim. Yeah. Very, very slim. And my uncle actually came the same way oh really so, yeah wow That's we amazing. didn't we didn't win <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we'll have so many winners one I, yeah, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so they were the lucky ones and then there were there were us that had to wait for them to get their citizenship mm -hmm. and all of that and sponsor us here that's awesome that's amazing so like did you feel like there was anything that you really faced as far as the challenges growing up in Cuba and then like transitioning to like the U.S. or? Oh yes, because it's actually very different. Mm -hmm. um, the culture in Cuba, it's um, well the the whole Cuba experience. It's a whole other world. Yeah, I imagine. Um, over there, the economy is really bad. So. Yeah have to help your parents from a very young age wow. um, also I had to grow up really 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 fast because um, my sister she she had um, kidney problems when oh, wow. when I was little and mm -hmm. when I was say I um, had to had to stay home by myself and cook and do all the things. Yeah. That's probably why I don't like to cook now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then coming here, oh my god, I came straight to high school. So you can imagine oh, really? that was wild. Wow. So you were in what grade? Ninth grade. Ninth grade? Yeah, I finished eighth grade in Cuba and I came straight to ninth grade. Wow. To high school. And did you yeah. speak English? 
Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yes, I still Holy don't. Cow. Oh my god. Like. <laughs> How are we even doing the same? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> so yes, the first day. Oh my god, that was fun. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I didn't know where like the bathroom was or oh, anything shoot. like that. Um, I asked like the way that I could. And then I went to open it and people started yelling. Turns out that I was going into the men's bathroom. Oh shoot. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. I am so sorry. So I went to like my actual bathroom and what other thing happened? Oh my god, I was late to every single class because I didn't know where anything was and the school was huge in Cuba. Nothing's huge. Yeah. Everything's very small. It's all, it's all around. It's all yeah. right there, and obviously the language barrier wasn't a thing. Yeah. So I was late to all my classes. I, I imagine. <laughs> I mean, they say Spanish people are late usually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now we know yeah. why. So the Cuban time, you know? Yeah, Cuban time, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, at the end of the day, when I went to take the bus, I started from the back, and I had a number. I didn't know my, the people that I had met, they told me that there was this board. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how to read the board. Yeah. So, oh, shoot. I started from the back, my bus was the was at the very beginning. Oh shoot! You got on the wrong bus. No, no, no. I almost missed it. Oh, okay. I had to like, I was like run. The nightmare. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you made it on the right bus. Yes, I made it. I'm here. I made it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. It all worked out. It always does. So what would you say is like the most challenging thing you've experienced? That's a tough question. Right? Uh, that is <laughs> I feel like you've gone through a lot of life experience that other people oh, haven't gone through. Um, oh my god. So I feel like recently mm -hmm. um, I went through a breakup and that actually um, opened my eyes to a lot of things. I got inspiration from somewhere and I became a poet. So Really? Yes. You're writing poetry right now? Yeah. Whoa, that's amazing. That's what that's I do. Cool. Yeah. Because of that. So um but that wasn't challenging. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. The challenging part was um sharing sure. that poetry. Yeah. Because it was like so vulnerable. And it was like if I was giving you a glimpse into my intimate life, mm -hmm. and I've always been this kind of person that it's um, closed, not off. closed off in yeah. a way, but I wouldn't say that. I would say more like private. Yeah. So, yeah, that was tough for me. I imagine, yeah, being vulnerable, right? 
Because like that's something that I've really been learning a lot about too recently, especially when it comes to relationships. Because that's so important in a relationship to really be vulnerable with the other person and just people in general. Because like you know, there's so many things we keep inside, like stress, problems, fears, thoughts, insecurities, all different things. But like keeping them inside is only gonna like it affects the way we act and communicate with other people. And what I realized is by me not being vulnerable with people when I'm dating them or like, you know, partner or something like that, then I'm like communicating to them something that they do not understand at all. And then it creates issues. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you experienced, is that kind of like what you found out too? Well, or? actually, um, touching on one of the points, communication is key yeah. in anything. Oh, not, yeah. Not just relationships, but yes, the vulnerable I think it comes from um, like the the partner or your friends or your family. Mm -hmm. The person that you're talking to doesn't really read minds. Yeah. And that's what you have to communicate. If, and sometimes people don't realize that um, they want to be perfect, but people don't relate to perfect. No. They relate to imperfect imperfectness yeah. yes they relate to vulnerability vulnerability yeah so that's one of the things that i realized even if they don't say it because mm -hmm. they don't because People everybody don't is yeah. trying to be perfect exactly yes and when you're right here like being vulnerable and all these things and they can relate to you yeah and they're like okay you're a person mm -hmm. you are not perfect robot yeah. <laughs> and it's really challenging at least from my experience to be really vulnerable with people even friends because like let's say like you make a mistake right and like a lot of people they'll just like deflect the mistake or not want to take responsibility but when you really take responsibility you got to be like yeah this is what happened you got to go talk to somebody you know about like how you made a mistake like that's really hard to do I don't it's know. so hard yeah it yeah. it's crushes you like like at least from my experience, like it can crush you at least the first few times, you know, like your security and confidence and stuff. Cause it's just, you're really just saying like, I messed all this up. Yes. <laughs> it's like your pride. Yeah. You're touching, your, your like, you're destroying your own pride. Exactly. But yes. at the end it feels great. It feels great. And yeah. the person it's like, doesn't understand at all because they, they are expecting for you to be, um, divert the situation yeah. like everybody yeah. does. Exactly. <laughs> but when you actually take responsibility, they're like, uh, what's they don't going know how on to here? Respond to that. Yeah, they don't yes. know how to respond to that. Yeah, but no, it feels good. It feels good when you know you can count on a person that it's honest and that you know it's going to be there and you can relate that it's going to take full responsibility if they mess up. Yeah. Um, and it does take pra practice. For sure. A lot of practice. I'm still working. Yeah, so am I. I don't. I mean, we're not perfect, you know. So <laughs> right. we're never gonna be able to perfectly do it. <laughs> but but just definitely striving to be the best I can. So like, you would say like, that's like a relationship aspect, right? Of something that you feel like you've really faced, like that specific, like vulnerability. Uh, yes, but it changed me as a person because I don't. I don't do it for him per, per se, mm -hmm. I do it for me. And it wasn't, um, 
wasn't because of the breakup, which that had um, that had part in it. That mm -hmm. had um, part, a part in it. A, a part in it. Yes, but it wasn't the whole thing. I get what you're saying. I feel before the breakup, I I felt like I wasn't where I needed to be, mm -hmm. and now I feel like this this is it. Yeah. Like I was stuck before and something needed to happen in my life that needed to change. Yeah. I needed to change. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't realize that either because they get stuck and they feel like that's their life. Yeah. But I feel like my subconscious or a sign or um, whatever you want to believe in yeah. was telling me that I needed a change. Your intuition. And Yes, yeah. and now I understand what it was saying. But before, I'm like, I have no idea you're what confused, you're talking right? about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, you get that feeling, and it's like, it starts creating anxiety or fear, yes. or like different thoughts going through your mind. You're like, why is this here? Like, why is this yes. coming up? And you're trying to figure it out, yeah. and you're just like, trying to, like, you're progressing even without mm -hmm. it. But then you realize, like, wow, like, that's right. You know, like, the feel, like, trusting your inner self. But discerning between what is actually, for me at least, this is what I really struggle with, is discerning what is actually that inner, you know, inner intuition and what is just like fears or insecurities or, you know, um, negative behavior that's been learned or different things like that. So like discerning between those two things has been like a real challenge for myself. You find that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You touched on a very good point. Yeah. Oh my God, fears. Oh yeah. Fears, yes. But I feel like depending on your personality, people have different fears. For sure. And they don't do certain things because of the fears that they have. Oh, for and, sure, yeah. um, I, I read a quote that said, do the things that you are afraid of. And I don't know who this is from, but, um, so please help me out, uh, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the quote, and that's actually why I'm here. Wow. Because I am terrified of interviews. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's why you showed up. <laughs> I am terrified of interviews, and I feel like I have to do more of the things that I am afraid of. Yeah, you're doing because great. Because, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, and I appreciate you uh, for, sure. for having me. Um, so, yes, I feel like I I unconsciously um, told myself that I don't have the vocabulary necessary to do an interview, that I am not eloquent enough. Mm -hmm. I am terrified because I hyperventilate when I'm doing <laughs> interviews, that's yeah. why I'm not looking at the camera very often. Oh, it's alright. <laughs> so, um, yes, that is one thing Way that I would to, recommend. To like face your fears, yeah, that's really, I mean most people they just go their whole life just not facing what they're afraid of. And that was me. Yeah. And now I have opened my myself to so many things, mm -hmm. even my fears. Wow. <laughs> and my life has changed. That's awesome. My life, like 
I would never live any other way. Yeah, right. And it's a whole lifestyle. Yes. And I describe lifestyle. it as like almost being dead. Yeah. I was just passing time. Yeah. It was mind blown. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have that quote. What you're talking about, what it is, what I, it, what I have it written on. It's like a reminder of my phone every morning, and it says, "Do things you're afraid of and do them often." And yes. it's like, like I put it as like to do today, do things that you're afraid of, and it's like on my to do list every day. I gotta That's do awesome. something like because like this scares me too. You know, of course, like the interview, like putting myself out there, like I'm talking, like. Oh, but you you're know. very good at talking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> But, like, th that's one thing that scares me. Like, sales calls used to scare me. Like, um, like starting my business scared me. Uh, just, like, so many things, you know. Like, going to Mexico, I would have never went to Mexico. Ever. Um, like, ever at all. Like, I thought if you go to Mexico and you're white or American, like, you're going to die. Like, there's no chance you come back alive. And I went <laughs> to Mexico, you know, and just, like, went. And, I mean, I barely had any money. I had, like, $400 when I went. So, wow. Yeah, and, and like I came back and like I was like doing really well. I had lots of money. Like, just like whenever I face my fears, it always pays off from my experience. That's impressive. Thank you. How, <laughs> how, how did you overcome that? Oh, you're interviewing me now. Yes, <laughs> totally. <laughs> this um, goes both ways, okay? Oh, uh, how did I overcome that fear? Yes. How did you? Well, there's end one up thing. In Mexico. How? How did? You how did I end up in Mexico? Well, no like that, but how did you overcome the fear of going to Mexico if you already had all that um, thoughts going through your head, yeah. right? So the real reason why I went to Mexico, honestly, was because I really like cared about the person that I was seeing at the time. Okay. Really liked her, really cared about her, and I trusted her. And she was telling me, like, you're going to be all right. So I'm like, okay, I'll go. But I went and I was scared. I didn't have a lot of money, you know. I didn't even know if I was gonna be able to come back. But <laughs> I went um, out of that, honestly, just like, well, it's two parts, really. It's one, because like I went through a lot of traumatic experiences when I was younger and then I went and I went through a lot of near-death experiences. And what I realized is, is like death is not really something to be afraid of. And so like I wasn't really afraid to die in that moment of my life. Um, and like it could and in that moment in my life thankfully i wasn't being as um reckless i was more like going into more of a responsibility type aspect but like i was still not scared to die so i was like if i die i die you know it happens like or if i get stuck there like i'll figure i'll maybe i live in mexico now you know or something i don't know and um yeah and so i just kind of like realized like okay i may end up dying going here but is it worth doing because I really care about this person like I was thinking to myself like I could end this relationship but I would never I would probably regret this on my deathbed mm -hmm. I would regret it if I didn't show up and go and, and really see this through and so I was thinking you know when I'm older I'm not gonna want to regret this this is something that I'd like to say I went and did because I really cared about her I'm not just gonna give up and so like my family members are telling me not to go you know everybody's telling me not to go but I went, I went, and I'm alive, and, I, and it made me, it really improved my character a lot. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned a lot about relationships. I mean, I started going to counseling when I was in Mexico. I, I really had to, you know, take responsibility fast of my business, and 
really improve in a lot of ways. I mean, like if I didn't succeed in my business, I didn't know what I was gonna, how I was gonna be able to make money. So like I had, I pretty much had no other choice but to succeed. Um, so like when you put yourself in that position, uh, the best way to sum it up is like one time I was listening to this podcast and it was a Mitch Steven real estate investing podcast. And he had somebody on the show and he said, he said like, he was talking about how his girlfriend just left him and that he had like, he just lost his job at the same time. He was gonna get kicked out of his apartment. And he was thinking like, he was so upset with himself that he hasn't been facing his fears and really doing what he wanted. And he was like, he was like, um, he read somewhere that like, if you, if you like drop everything and put yourself against the wall, your mind will figure out the rest of the way and like force you to go. And yeah. so he really put that to plan. Like he just, he got no job. He went and got no job he just started a business and then he ate like rice and slept on the floor and his mind like took him the rest of the way and so I guess that's a kind of concept that I just brought into my life from that like that's when I really decided to start my business and then once I uh, realized that like yeah that's actually true like your brain it naturally has to survive and your brain is smart enough like we're all alive for a reason we made it past natural selection like you're capable of achieving what you would like to do if you just put yourself in the positions to force your mind to figure it out and so that's kind of just what I decided to do I guess yeah that's brave <laughs> yeah that is so brave and now I just live my life like that pretty much all the time yeah like I still have to catch myself and be like all right you gotta you gotta face these fears here but <laughs> but I like it like I enjoy it now like I it used to give me so much anxiety I was terrified you know I'd be like shaking like crying like so many different bad negative emotions you know yeah. um but i really do enjoy it like i love i love facing my fears i love taking risks that are educated risks that are like not gonna like you know end my life or and different things like that but like i love taking educated financial risks especially and like even some life risky risks every once in a while for fun um but, <laughs> but yeah just it's a it's a lifestyle like you were saying earlier i feel like it's a whole nother way to live life that most people don't live their life this way and i feel like they're missing out because i think this they is the are. best way to live your life yes they are yeah. i have a line that says if life used to be like this i was really missing out yeah or if life it's really this way i was really missing out yeah so i and one thing that you said that I really live by is um, trying to um, have no regrets. Mm -hmm. I think that's super important. Yes. yes. So important. And even if, because your family and your friends and everybody around you, yes, they have part in your life, but they're not really living your life. No. So you are the life. one, yes, yeah. you are the one that has to live your life and you can listen to uh, what they're saying, but yeah. they're not really, they, they've they already lived yours, yeah. yes, like they're not going to live yours, they already lived their lives, Yeah. so I don't like to have regrets either, yeah. even if it's a bad decision, it was what I thought it was right at the moment and I am going to do it and I would never regret it because that was my decision at the time and I thought it was right at that time mm -hmm. and it's it's good to have um, that support system if that 
that ended up being the wrong decision yeah, to of make. It's people who love and care about yes. you accept you, even if you made the wrong mistake, they still yes. are gonna be there for you. Yes, but yeah. you still did it, and like you said, when you're older, you're not going to have regrets about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because even love right that. now, I mean, it would drive me crazy. Like, yes. if I probably I'd be <laughs> thinking about it all the time, you know, and I'd be like, yes. You gotta go out there and do it. I feel like if you like regrets are not worth having. I mean, of course, we're gonna have some regrets. It's impossible. We're not perfect yeah, people, as course. as we were talking about earlier. But like for the most part, if we can face most of our regrets and we can be on our deathbed and like, oh, you regret like little tiny things, you know? It's like, and, and I feel like it goes into like what you were saying earlier too about vulnerability. Like, if I'm not vulnerable, then I'll regret that. Because then I'll realize, like, I, le I lived all my life. Or if, like, I'm not taking responsibility either, you know? Those two things I feel like kind of go hand in hand. Um, then I realized I lived all my life, like, egotistically and didn't really listen to other people or didn't really, like, put myself out there and really, like, share my feelings. And I would regret that on my deathbed because I'd be like, wow, I could have made all this progress, but I made all this, you know? I let these personal issues stand in my way. So I really like that you talked about that, and I feel like it also connects into like having no regrets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, so like, what else would you say, leading off of that, like, what other challenges did you face? Like, like especially coming like growing up in Cuba. You know, like, how did that shape you as a human being? That shaped me in many many ways because I never had. I had many, many friends, and it was easy for me to make friends um, down down there in, in Cuba because it was my own language, mm -hmm. and it, it was just natural. It came naturally. Yeah. Uh, also, when when you're there, you're always active. Mm -hmm. Always like active. Yes, you're yeah. always running around. You don't have to worry about... Um, we do have obese and overweight and all that in Cuba, but it's like, it's less yeah. than here. Because everybody's always running around, you're always outside, um, you see other people are talking constantly to people. I felt like I um, lost a lot of that. Yeah. I lost a lot of um, social interactions when yeah. I came here because I didn't have any friends because I missed my friends yeah. and I told myself that I couldn't um, make friends really yeah. um, when it was really when you actually tell yourself something you believe it yes it's a self-limiting belief <laughs> yes yeah so that was my self-limiting belief that because I didn't have the language I I was incapable. Yeah. And I was wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Because you got friends now. I mean, you're even yeah. on this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you feel like the self-limiting beliefs from like living in that state of comfort where you're most natural and then yes. going out of your comfort zone, yes. that was like extremely hard to overcome yes. for you? Very hard. Very well, hard because you, you tell yourself that you can't but then you really can't yeah. because you already said that. Yeah. 
and it was it was hard because it wasn't just me it was also my family oh really um they came into the unknown and um going and seeing the news and all this information that was being thrown at them because they didn't have that in cuba they didn't have that in cuba they were terrified yeah oh it's scary it's, it's scary, so scary. For, it's scary for people yes. here who've so, had it all their life. Yeah, yes. it's terrifying. I felt like they were kind of um, overprotecting. Yeah. In a way, so that also um, had a um, had that that was also a factor. Yeah. Would you say like so like in Cuba? Do you have access to the internet? No, when I was there. Not when you were there? No. Wow, so there's no access to the internet. So that was an mm, no. obstacle now, already. Now they have access to the internet. Oh, really? They yes. Do? Oh, yeah, okay. but you have to pay a lot of money. Oh, shoot, really? It. Yeah. Yeah, which most yeah. people probably couldn't afford. Exactly. A lot of people can't afford that. And <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard. It's difficult. We can yeah. talk about that all day, but... Yeah. Oh. So, like, when you're, when, uh, the self-limiting belief, like, what was the turning point for you where you really overcame that? Recently. Oh, really? Recently? Yes. Wow. It was recently. It was recently. And I am not proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'm not proud of that at all. I was comfortable being that way. I didn't know that, um, life had so many opportunities. That's really impressive because that's really hard to do. <laughs> so like go of the past. I'm still doing it. Yeah. It's so hard. It's yeah. Sometimes I am terrified, but I leave the house. Yeah. And I'm going to do things that I never would have done before. That's awesome. And I do them because I have to do things that you are afraid of. Yeah. Often, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. before 
could you narrow it down to like that exact like what was that do you remember that exact moment where you're like i'm not gonna live like this anymore and then like or what was going on during that time if you don't mind sharing it of course not um there like about a year ago mm -hmm. i was feeling i was feeling depressed yeah um usually when i feel like that it's because there's there's a change coming yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It sounds crazy, but I'm going to ex try to explain no, it as that. best I can. I feel like I really get that. <laughs> so I thought there was a change coming. I didn't know what it was. The last mm -hmm. time it happened, it was a job change. So mm -hmm. in my mind, I thought that I was going to get fired from a job <laughs> because there were a lot of cuts happening yeah. and with, um, with all the, the economy change, back then and um, the, com the company had a really bad lawsuit and they were letting people go. So I thought that was what was going to happen, but I still got my job, so don't worry about it. That's <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> um, I got depressed. I didn't want to do my um, daily activities and I didn't want to wake up out of bed. Yeah. And like that so I ended um, what ended up happening was that um, I had a breakup um, with with this person mm -hmm. then um, that's when all the inspiration came in for the, the poetry that I'm doing now wow. and my life completely changed when I was in this um, group of friends or this group of people and I was terrified because I had um, um, I don't really like to follow the rules and I thought that this group of people didn't like me oh really because of that fact yeah did they <laughs> actually not like you though or, or? Uh, kind of <laughs> kind of, kind of. <laughs> yeah um, they were planning this uh, this event and it was for um, I was in this club with them and it was an event for, for members yeah and I'm like oh I'm totally going nobody oh. likes me but it's alright like I'll go yeah. <laughs> and I was terrified because obviously nobody liked me and I was going to this place outside of my town Wow. It was the best decision really of my life whoa holy cow that's a strong statement it was it was that was the that was the trip that actually changed me my my whole perspective really because in from the person that i was back then disapproved on everything yeah. that this new person did on this trip Wow. And it was all the wrong things. Mm -hmm. In my in my old perspective, I mm -hmm. did all the wrong things. And it was it was the the best. Wow. It was the best. It was but and and I realized at that moment I was closed off. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah, that was just Chad, one of my roommates. He just like came in brushing his teeth, and uh, <laughs> he just looked at us. <laughs> like, what are these weird people doing? <laughs> oh my That's God. so funny. But <laughs> going back to that, um, to that night, uh, I realized that I was closed off, and I had. I I had been dead in my own life, and I I realized what is right and wrong. It's yeah. What's the definition of right and wrong when I did everything wrong, and it was the best Thanks thing ever. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't commit a crime or yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything illegal. <laughs> 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 Disclaimer. <laughs> but that's interesting. So like you're right or wrong. Like would you say like right or wrong is kind of subjective depending on the person within Depending yes, depending on the time, depending yeah. on the person, depending on the environment. The environment, yeah. Depending on many, many things. Yeah, right? And like we make it out as like right or wrong is such a black or white thing. Like it's either right or wrong. Yeah. We realize that really right or wrong is not really real. It's just a concept based on like what we're believing in that time. Like like you're saying like the environment or the time or the people that you're around or like all those different things deciding what right or wrong is for us in those moments. Yes. Yeah. We made those terms. Exactly. And it's excuse me, it's actually generalizing. Yeah. In a way. You're generalizing what right and wrong is just without the the gray area. Yeah. Right? It's it's just like generalizing people if you think about it. Exactly. Like we're generalizing terms and we're generalizing actions. We're just placing a blank statement over people that are really much more deeper and yes. more complex than the way yes. we're describing them. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's a lot of like a huge challenge that society today faces like I feel like I don't know there's a lot of people you know that are arguing fighting all different things but it's like <laughs> it's it's kind of why I wanted to do this actually that's really what you just said right there is really like one of the main reasons why I want to do this is because people often think in black or white you know like like you're saying like generalizing right or wrong however in reality the majority of life is not like that it's very you know open to the interpretation and like not generalized at all it's very um you know complex and there is no right or wrong really on most things and so like i wanted to bring people on you know share their life experiences share the challenges that they're facing in their life see how they're similar to us and like how but like getting to where they would like to be is different depending on the person but we'd all like similar things and i just like i love how we just came full circle right there that's yes. so awesome and I can be a hypocrite, though. I do think in black and white sometimes. So do I. So do I. I mean, everybody I'm, does. To yeah, an and it depends on um, on your definitions of yeah. right and wrong, and everybody uh, really has them. Yeah. And I do think in black and white sometimes, and I'm trying to deviate from that. Staying open-minded and staying, staying like, open-minded, yeah. which which is hard. It's very it's challenging. So hard. Yes. 
because we get stuck in our ways and then it also ties back into like the vulnerability and dropping the ego and like taking responsibility because sometimes somebody else's way of life we're so quick to write off right um or, or like you know different things depending on whatever we're talking about however if we took the moment to be like okay like mr ego or mrs ego like whatever our internal ego is right there like yeah we believe we're we're right and they're wrong however what if we took a moment and thought like is there a possibility that neither of us are right here and like maybe this is just something that we could discuss and this like opening ourselves up to being able to like really take in what they're saying i don't know i feel like that's really how learning is done like it's it's the root of learning and once i start doing that like that's why i love doing this too is because i learn a lot i learn so much from every person that comes on here I just listen to them and I don't agree with everything that everybody's saying all the time but just listening to them I it changes my perspective on life it broadens my awareness it helps me learn new things about myself and changing the way of my life like already I've made a lot of massive like shifts in my life just from interviewing people from this and if I wouldn't have done this I wouldn't have improved my life and so it's like staying open-minded is so important I feel like just it's crucial yes yeah um, so what else would you say is like leading off of those challenges what would you like to do in the future like what is what would you what are your goals like what are some things that you're working towards so I am going to graduate next year um, and I am going to stay open um, I am working on a manuscript for the for poetry Wow. So, um, I would like to travel too, but at the same time, I want to help people, and I'm doing that way with with my profession. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already um, doing rotations at the hospital, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So I want to continue that, but at the same time, I want to connect with this other part of me that it's that it's um inspirational and yeah. inspiring others out there um so that's that's what i see my future being right now which can i am open to change yeah. as of now as well and i am welcoming the uh, unknown and uh, unexpected yeah. and I actually love the unexpected yeah. <laughs> like Which not awesome. knowing Most what's going know. to happen yeah I love that it's now. exciting it's so it's exciting you have no yes. idea yeah <laughs> and if you really think about it nobody really knows what's gonna happen we just like put ourselves in those black or white boxes and yes. believe that we do yeah but in reality like I, know. I could die at any moment like literally like anything could happen like a meteor could hit the earth right now you know like there could be war there could be anything and it's com- anything. there's completely out of our control and all we can control is like what we're doing what we're saying what we're thinking not even what we're thinking to an extent we can just control how we react to the thoughts you know mm-hmm. and i just think that's so freaking cool it's so fucking cool yes <laughs> it's the reaction to those thoughts that yeah. is perfect that is key and it also ties on to what you were saying earlier about the ego yeah and i feel like people when they are in an argument like you were describing Mm -hmm. they want to 
feed their own egos yes. and they get so personal in yes. this argument that they don't see they they black um, they block away whatever the other person is saying yeah. because their ego it's being fed by that argument yeah and actually i i've realized which it doesn't come easy but not putting myself in that position and actually feeding somebody else's ego yeah makes them feel like the most important person in the world and it actually i didn't realize this before but it makes me feel good too yeah which is like by feeding so their ego you're saying by, yes by their ego, yes <laughs> yes so you feed their ego and you actually instead um, of trying I, to change their opinion you just yes. listen because you're dropping your ego and then you you're not well it's not that you're dropping your ego it's that you're not um getting um argumentative yes kind of kind of okay you're yeah. not like challenging them you're just listening you're listening but it's it's not about not um right agreeing with them yeah it's just listening and looking at a different perspective perspective yes and if you actually and it has to be genuine oh yeah it can't yeah be, it can't be fake it can't, it be, can't faked be faked no. because then they, they'll notice they notice that yeah, they yes know. yeah but if you genuinely feed their ego mm -hmm. with something that you don't agree but you realized this might be a way of thinking yeah and your ego is completely wrong yeah like it's saying like what are you doing yeah right <laughs> but then it feels to that person you're i read this book that it actually describes it as a sense of importance so you're giving them a sense of importance yeah what book is this, and so i really like this book i read it every year because i absolutely love it and i have learned so much from it it's mm -hmm. called um how to make friends and influence people oh yeah from uh carnegie yeah uh, dale carnegie dale, dale carnegie, carnegie yeah. yeah i've read that one time i believe in the past yeah well, that is yeah. a great book great book yes i read it every year <laughs> <laughs> it's good i'll probably reread it soon because it's it, good to keep that in your mind oh yeah 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 and it's not a bad thing. No. <laughs> it sounds bad, but it's not. It's actually, I feel like, um, for me, I'm not a very sociable, social. I'm making really? words here. <laughs> you seem very I'm, sociable. No, I'm not very social. Or maybe that's one of my fears that I'm trying to overcome yeah. right now, but I am not very social. And making friends is not one of my strongest suits yeah so reading that book and i i don't know it, it it makes me feel like it gives me tools to overcome that because it's not it's not only telling yourself that you can do it but knowing yourself i know that i lack at some things and it's not that i'm not going to do it it's that I want to get better at it. Yeah, 
I see what you're saying. Yeah. And so, and so would you say, um, well, I've got two questions for you. But um, the first one is, like, all these things that you've learned, right? Like, all these things that you're going through and, like, overcoming and, like, learning about yourself and changing your perspective and outlook, do you feel like that's helped you achieve your goals faster, more efficiently, or, like, or like do you feel like it will contribute to helping you achieve your goals? Definitely, yeah. yes. I feel like I was so closed up before that mm -hmm. nobody would listen to me yeah. because nobody would relate. I was yeah. this perfect person going around, like, trying to be perfect like everybody else yeah and man I was annoying <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've been there so, I was, I've definitely struggled with perfectionism yeah I was an annoying person yeah I could still be I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah point. me too but but still some now I have a problem with people don't like me because I'm too real yeah <laughs> So, and, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm not okay with the perfect part, but yeah. if I'm being myself and people don't like me, that's on them. Yeah, exactly. Because you're being real. You're being yeah. real to yourself and true to yourself. Yeah. And you're not like telling them how to live their life. You're just being true to yourself. Exactly. And if they don't appreciate that or they don't accept that, then that's on them. It has nothing yeah. to do with you. It doesn't. And it's not really... I see it that they haven't gotten to that realization yet and yeah. they see this person that it's vulnerable and has gotten there and they can totally relate but they don't know how to get there yeah and in a way they envy you yeah you know it's um so that's one one of the factors why they think like that and people might not like you and sometimes totally it's just that. you telling yourself that they don't like you. Sometimes it is that, yes. <laughs> definitely. I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely struggled with that in the past. And like for me, I just wrote it down. I look at it like daily where I'm just like, people are not looking at me critically, you know, yeah. or like not judging me. Like it's just because that's how I think about myself and that I think that they're and as long as I'm, like, yes. keeping that awareness, I, like, stay open to people, like, meeting new people, you know, and, like, realizing, like, okay, maybe I'm thinking this, but this may not actually be true here. And just, like, exploring it deeper, yes. you know. But I totally relate, because that is challenging to discern. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like, there's those things that can be challenging to discern. Um, because sometimes people envy you, like you're saying, because of how real you are, and they, I feel like... It makes them feel insecure or bad about themselves or they're you know make they have a belief they may have a belief where like they think like you're thinking that you're better than them or something or maybe they believe that you're better than them yeah and so then they envy you because of that and then discerning between the two because yeah you could be friends with somebody that envies you but you got to be aware otherwise that person may end up like hurting you yeah. because if they're not secure with themselves they're gonna end up you know pushing their insecurities on other people, which is gonna yeah. affect your life if you allow it to. Yes. Yeah. And to add to that, living that way, I don't feel like it should be, um, it should, it should be, like, they, they envy you, but only if you let them. Yeah. And yes, you can exactly. have these people in your life, but 
touching on a point that you said I don't I don't describe myself as being better than anybody I mm -hmm. don't want to be better than anybody mm -hmm. um, that is one of my purpose in life I want to grow mm -hmm. but I don't want to be better than anybody and I think that perception yeah. it's uh, so general and yeah. I don't like it at all so I wanted to touch on that because okay. <laughs> I do feel that everybody is the same and even if you don't have the opportunities like you said before your brain will lead you yeah. to survive yeah. and I think it's so great for somebody to do that and coming from the bottom up and not having the opportunities that others had that is so so fascinating it's impressive yeah <laughs> and it's beautiful you know i don't i think people have different um experiences and that's why we're here yeah and that way i don't know it's just yeah, I find that amazing as well. I, I have a lot of respect for people who do who do that because as you were saying, people are the same in the sense of like, especially here in America, like we all have an equal opportunity to go out and like do certain things, you know, like we may come from different backgrounds that prevents us based on like, we have different obstacles. I mean, not necessarily prevents us, but we all face different obstacles and we all, all may have like different privileges and things that we're like inherently like born with or natural abilities or people some people come from money or like different things like that that are already in like enabling us to be able to have like you know an edge but the fact that anybody could really you know just put themselves out of their comfort zone and just really be focused and disciplined and dedicated to achieving something and go out there and like do it even if they don't have the same as somebody else we all have that same ability yes. and I think that's amazing beautiful and like I really have a lot of respect for people who tap into that because yes. it's it's just so miraculous it's just yes. such an impressive thing to see it is impressive yeah so impressive but I like going back to that I don't it's depending on your beliefs too yes uh, do I feel like that person is better than me no do I feel like I can be in their position depending on life if um life puts me on a position like that mm -hmm. being able to get out of that position or get out of that obstacle yeah um overcoming that obstacle would be beautiful as well yeah for <laughs> so sure. i feel like everybody goes through that little or or in a big way and mm -hmm. sometimes we don't we don't um we oversee the little obstacles that people have to overcome yeah and I feel like that's beautiful too yeah the step-by-step the, step, the day to day yeah. things that the we overcome yes yeah it is <laughs> it is I mean it's something to be proud of and to remind us of like good job you know like at least that's something that I struggle with because it's like the day-to-day -day things that we do and the day-to-day -day challenges that we overcome are like so impressive as well but we just like at least with me, I struggle with just like 
appreciating that, you know, like just being like, you're doing really good right now, you know, because like if you're focusing on this, it all depends on the way you look at it. It's your perspective. It is your perspective. And I do too. I struggle with that all yeah. the time. Like sometimes I'm doing so good in my own perspective and that day I would feel like, oh my God, I'm so bored today. Yeah. But I did, I did so many things during the week that I don't, I don't see the, the growth. day-to-day growth you don't see it yeah exactly until you <laughs> until you're like all of a sudden like a year in and you're like holy cow yeah. I've made all this progress yeah. but like you can get to that day and you may not be doing anything that day like maybe resting or something like that and you're thinking like wow I should be doing something you know feeling down yeah. on yourself and you're like look at all of everything that you did you know exactly yeah. which is why exactly. like I make a calendar like on Google calendars mm -hmm. and like I make my schedule for the whole week and then on like Mondays or Sundays I'll make my schedule for the next week and I'll look at the schedule in the past week I'm like wow done so much it just feels really good you know coming off of that week and you're like holy cow I've done a lot you know I know it feels <laughs> nice yeah um but going back to my second question I was gonna ask is like you were talking about like making friends and um socializing like being sociable and stuff mm -hmm. would you say um those are like two of your biggest challenges you feel like you're facing right now Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the fears. The fears. And the um, perspective too. Like going back to that other story that I said people didn't like me. That was my own belief. Yeah. It wasn't true. When yeah. I got there, it was a completely different story. Yeah. People were actually welcoming me, which yeah. I was surprised because I already had this um uh belief of what was going to happen yeah that wasn't true yes totally related to that so going back to your question i have opened myself to um many new people now that it's not easy for me to to make friends but I am putting myself in into the position into that environment into That's that awesome. position yeah. and <laughs> I still have to work on it because I am not it doesn't come natural to me to talk to a stranger yeah and just have a conversation like small talk it doesn't yeah. come natural to me yeah. you know I would rather be you're talking about bigger issues. <laughs> yeah, something deeper than the, yes. than the surface level conversation. Yes. Yeah, so I'm the same way. That's another thing that I struggle with. But I feel like you have to be good at both. You do. You do, yes. <laughs> I totally agree. And I am that. not. So I have, that is one of my challenges. Yes. I see. Well, you're definitely putting yourself in the right positions to get really great at that, for sure. I Thank mean, that's you. what I'm be proud of. Thank you. And like, uh, the surface level conversation, like for me, I used to really not like it because I saw it as like inferior or something, you know, like thinking like it's black or white, thinking like deeper conversations are better. But really, mm -hmm. surface level conversations, there's a lot to appreciate in them. Like, there's just jokes, you know, or just carefreeness or just letting go or not having to like worry about anything you know just, just existing and having like surface level 
BS talk with people, it's enjoyable, you know, and like, yeah. you get to see like sides of people where they're just like being really carefree and fun and just, I don't know, it's, I like that as well now, I've yes. really come to love that, and I used to really not like it thinking that it was just pointless or a waste of time or something, Yes, you know? yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything else you'd like to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess we'll close it off there. Uh, thank you so much, Tatiana, for coming thank on. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. Like, I loved our conversation. It's really great. Yeah. I did too. Thank you. Thank you.